Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Knobcast, your favorite football podcast and the Man City and Man United podcast. We are going to be reviewing the FA Cup final where my beautiful, glorious, perfect team, Manchester City, destroyed the Red Devil Swines. Wow. That is Gasky's team. That- destroyed didn't well did they destroy no. them or not was mm. it a penalty no it wasn't we'll be talking about that later so reviewing the fa cup final we'll be doing guest of football in 60 seconds our chance to get the better of one another looking at and building our premier league team of the season and finally ending on a preview of man city's biggest game in history question mark manchester city versus inter in the final of the champions league and the potential for the treble is on If you're on YouTube, leave a like on the video. If you're on Apple, Spotify, give us a five-star review. Gasky, speaking of that treble, that's only been allowed because your team bloody lost in the FA Cup final. Uh, Right. It's... It's not just down to one team. There's another... There's another... There's another 18 involved in this treble. (laughs) Yeah, I know you are. You are right. I'm just being cheeky. So, so, let's let's just... You know, okay, I could... We could have stopped it. (laughs) You know, we could have stopped this... You know, this talk and then you could have just enjoyed potentially first Champions League. No. No. It's not going to happen. But yes, so... City won the double. FA Cup final. uh, Really entertaining game from a neutral. But Gasky, I mean, within 13 seconds... It was just an incredible goal. You know, I'm not going to be one of these, I don't even know what you call these type of fans, that it's like, who can we blame? Let's look for someone to blame in them 13 seconds. It was just a good goal. It was. It was a brilliant goal. And if you're going to concede after 13 seconds in a game, you might as well concede to that. You know, an absolute blinder. Simple as that. It was Gundogan's just on. I don't know what he's on at the moment. End of season <laughs> Gundogan, and it's perfect for him because he did it last season, like you said. End of season Gundogan, and perfect to go into the Champions League final with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's hope he can keep up that momentum for sure. But yes, it, it was definitely something that was worked on, though, because Gundogan took the kickoff. He was normal. He's normally hauling. So it was yeah. clearly something that City tried to work on where, like, you know, Gundogan takes it, they put it to the keeper, and then they ping it to Hall and he flicks it on, and then the idea is to get something from that. And it did actually work. So it was it actually... Uh, I mean, I don't think that was the exact plan. No, not, but... not, maybe not. <laughs> it's probably, it probably went better than Pep thought. But, you know, it's, it's interesting to see City take a different approach because you know them as, oh, we'll pass it around for a bit. But to go direct is... Like we said earlier in the season, the playing into Hall and strengths rather than kind of trying to play the way that they played last season and the season before, they've took they've took a different approach and gone right. We're going to try this as well. You know, they've obviously you know been training on how they can get a target man involved because you know Aguero wasn't a target man. He would come back get involved. So it's good to see them play a different way and it worked. Yeah. They did a similar thing against Arsenal where they went quite direct and even against Bayern where they went quite direct. Mm. And it is good to have that in your in your Arsenal um, in addition to everything else the City capable of doing. So, yeah, it was like, it was almost like a set play. You know, like, is it in NFL where you have set plays? Well, yeah, well, yeah, what do you call them? Not set play, but yeah. But yeah. You know that type mean. of thing, yeah. Play, plays, yeah. yeah. Plays, there you different, go, yeah. Different ones you want to try, yeah. It was, that, it was that sort of setup, which was really interesting. And yeah, as you say, the the quickest goal in FA Cup final history, also probably the best goal uh, in FA Cup final history. And yeah, it was the perfect start uh, uh, for City and, and indeed myself, obviously. Um, but United weren't, you know, a lot of people, myself included, pr- predicted this to be... 3-0, some people said 4-0, yes. basically batterings. I think I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> basically batterings in City's so, favour. Yeah. But that didn't happen, and that was to United's credit, wasn't it? Yeah, the they did well at keeping it was it was it was strange to see City not be as comfortable on the ball as they normally are. And if that's to give United credit, they did. They they made them uncomfortable and they were getting into positions where they had so much space going into City's final third. And and that, yeah, credit to United for that, really. You know, the you, after 13 seconds, I think everyone was probably, United fans were probably thinking, oh, bloody hell, here we go. But they managed to, you know, push them back and they managed to just cope. And then they started to create chances. And then, you know, the controversial decision happened. And the, the game came more to life then. You know, United started having more chances. And sadly, 
didn't, you know, couldn't get a second goal. But I thought, I thought, I thought it was a very entertaining game. I was very surprised. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have suggested that City didn't get out of second gear. I don't buy into that thought process at no, all. I, I, I think that's people knowing how good City are and how consistently good they are. I think they won't admit that another team can make them play, well, not poor, but, you know, play them under par for City standards. But yeah, I think since you know, City were they were playing well, you tell players were tired. There was a one point once it was it Rodri who just looked like he was just yeah. he was had no gears left. But you know, it was not like when you say they didn't come out of second gear, it's as if like you telling me then players are holding back. They're not holding back. You know, it's you've just got to just I think people find it difficult to give other teams credit, especially with it being a United team who isn't great. They're not amazing, but they're not poor either. So. I think, yeah, I think you just got to give credit to both teams. It was a good game, and I didn't think I'd come out of that match being annoyed that they lost the way they did. I thought it'd be like, oh, for God's sake, battered, typical. I didn't expect it to be like, oh, we could have won that. Yeah, definitely. And they definitely could have won it, but their entry into the game, Gasky, can't not talk about this. Their, the entry into the yeah, game was yeah. pathetic. It, yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those where it could just be the, it's the law i think it is the law but where is your just hu- where is the human brain involved in this decision at all you if you if you're anybody and you're you're walking backwards and you jump your arms will flail it seems like it's second nature to most people your arms will just flail okay if you watch the replay you can if you if i'm going to be really picky you could probably understand he's given it because his arm has made that motion back again but it, just go out with someone, just go in your garden and do it. Just go and do what he does. And you, your arm will probably do the same thing. It's just, you know, he's not even, he's not even really looking at it either. He's just jumping to try and block it somehow. And it's caught, he's, it's not even like it's, he's like, you know, like someone from volleyball and just palmed it away. He has clipped his fingers. It hasn't changed, vigorously changed direction. He hasn't influenced the ball enough for me personally. Like I, I used to play hockey and, Whenever it would hit your foot, that was always going to get given. It doesn't matter if it was an accident or whatever. And that's a completely different sport. But with football, I think the decision should be based on where, where the ball goes. If the ball still travels its direction and it kind of clips the fingers, like, it's, it's not changed anything. It, it hasn't. So I don't know how they can give a penalty for that. Just, just a, a side question, which isn't even really specifically about this. So... United were gifted a penalty, and in general, if you're gifted a penalty, you're gifted a goal because around 80% of the time, a penalty goes in. Yeah. Now, does there need to be a revision? I have no idea how you do this. Maybe it'll be too complicated. But clearly, let's assume that Jack Grealish's hand didn't get in the way there and the ball travels its normal path. It would have just gone to a City player and it would have been cleared and it would have been irrelevant. So... United have earned an 80% chance to score from nothing. Like, like there's no danger yeah. at all. So the, the first question is, is that fair? And then the second question is, is that right? And should we amend the penalty rule to somehow incorporate whether, uh, you know, the, 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 yeah. the, the, uh, the foul or, or whatever is actually warranting an 80% yeah. chance to score? What? But that might overcomplicate things. Well, I think the difficulty for that is, I would say, if you have a, a hypothetical scenario such as the player isn't looking, the, the, let's say Grealish doesn't know, like because he kind of looks behind him, so he kind of knows. But let's say a player doesn't look behind him and doesn't know what's in the box. How can you guarantee that that player hasn't done it on purpose? Like this, this is the problem. There's no guarantee he hasn't. Grealish deep down might be like he's put, he's kind of in his brain, he's kind of moved his hand back. You don't know, you know. There's no hundred percent guarantee that that player person is going to lie or what. You don't know. But there could be a situation where a player decides, I'm just going to have a pot shot. And that player is, it's accidentally hit his arm, but actually he's moved his arm there, you know, and he's not seen behind him. I know what you mean. Like if, if they were to review it and be like, yeah, he's tried crossing that in. There's no one there and it's clipped his fingers. It's going to go to literally to no one. So why should they get a penalty? You're right. Why should they get a penalty? Yeah. It's just, but, just, just a, it's just yeah. an interesting thought. You yeah. Know, it would, know. it, it should, kind of, yeah, I know what you mean, it should have something to do with it in terms of, you know, someone's getting an easy chance to score a goal based on uh, just, like, like I said, it was, a, it was literally just one, it was like a swing in the ball in the box. It wasn't, that's all it was, nothing special. 
and he's clipped his fingers. I think it's more of in that say in that situation, would you think in the exact same situation, if it hit Grealish's arm hard like harder than it did, so let's say it bounced back towards Wan Bissaka behind him and hit his arm, would you say would that change your not I'm not saying does that change or completely change your opinion, but would you say that kind of levels it out a bit more? Uh, and, and how it connected with his arm. Like if it completely hit his arm, like hit his arm or hit his palm and went back behind when we like for a throw in, would you be like you're like right now you're hundred percent not a penalty? Would that change that hundred percent? Uh I don't think so because I think his hands in a natural position because he's because you said it yourself. If you jump and yeah. you're in a sport and you know, of course you can jump without putting your hand in the air, but you're not going to get nearly as much height or yeah. purchase or you yeah. know, plant. So I'd argue that the law has yeah. been interpreted incorrectly because it's yeah. all about natural position. And I, I think that is in a natural position. Yeah, yeah. I if do based you, on what he's doing. If you take into account what human biology is of yeah. jumping, as yes. you say. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And then with what you were saying before, what if a player, what if that part, let's say there was less players in the box as well, when we actually crossed it and there's a clear unmarked United player there and he does the same thing, he's clearly going to go to that player and it hits his arm. What do you do with what do you do in that situation? But like he's 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 potentially stopped a really good opportunity, but it's hit his arm. Okay, it depends. Well, it, it should depend on whether it's in a natural position or not, shouldn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But like, I'm just it's more of what you said about um, you know, it getting an eighty percent chance. What if uh, you know a good, a very good opportunity was going to be stopped by an arm, which was an accident, accidental. It dep- but it's away from his body. Well, I understand. I, I understand. Like you know, yeah, it's a natural position based on what he's doing, his action. But yeah, uh, it's more. Yeah, it's it's just more. It's just conversation, really. You know, just trying to uh, of what they could do with the rule, really. Yeah, yeah. And to be, and to be, I'm not a referee. To be fair, but you know, yeah. I th- I think they should. You've got you've got to take into account what is natural and what isn't uh, first and foremost, because yeah. realistically, I mean, the the law used to be. Um, uh, what was it intentional or not and it's like it very rarely do players intentionally handle yeah. the ball in very it's, it's rare like, circumstances yeah it's like did you did you see the one in the Europa League final uh no just see it so that one was a simple but this is a similar situation it was a cross and it's hit the guy the guy stood there I think I can't remember who it was but he's come across stood there he's hit his arm flush but his arms not at his side like a, like a pencil but out a little bit as if like you were walking that kind of distance like he was running back. He's hit his arm and he's gone out for a throw-in and they didn't give a penalty. But people argue that that is a penalty. So that's where my point kind of comes from in terms of does it not depend on how it's hit the arm? Because people are arguing that this isn't a penalty, which I agree with, it's not a penalty. But then they're arguing a week before that that is a penalty. Yeah. But it's the same situation. It's just a cross. Okay, the player's a bit further away. But again, he's still doing the same motion. He's kind of running back and kind of jumping, you know, into, yeah. back into position to I think, block the cross. I think that, that's where proximity so, probably does come yeah. into it because Grealish Wambasaka was literally yeah. next to each other. It sounds like this cross in the Europa League final yeah. wasn't next Pro- to each other. Yeah, proximity seems needs to kind of. I think that needs to be pushed a bit more because proximity should come into it because that's you've got again. It comes down to human, like just human beings and biology, reaction times. Mm. You know, if you're you can't react that close. To even move his arm, yeah, he's not even, and even in slow motion, you can't look at him trying to move it or anything because it's that close. Whereas it should, it should, yeah, it should be a distance thing. If it's too close, no matter what, it should be no, no, it's not handball. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so but either way, I was very frustrated. United got back into the game. Uh, thankfully, City didn't capitulate like Gatel Trafford, um, and uh, I thought that in general City controlled the game not not as much as they would have liked to because I say United were definitely a team in the they were definitely in the yeah. game it's not like this was a walkover by any means um but it was sort of almost as if for the second goal almost as if like the if I'm being critical didn't the United players didn't remember the brilliant volley that Gundogan scored earlier in the game yeah. and they leave him unmarked on the edge of the box it's it's a difficult situation because it was a, it, that was again it seemed to be another goal off the training ground because there was about five players across the edge of the box and it was like well maybe they weren't expecting this what do we do um you know you leave that box open they just charge in you know and cross it in and then someone taps it in so it's one of those where it seems to be that seems to be from a defensive point of view we haven't trained for this type of corner what's going on here 
because they were all left unmarked on the edge of the box. But you go and mark them, someone charges in. Um, I think it was to Brian that crossed it in, just puts it on the penalty spot, and he said, "Oh, it's a tapping." So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a difficult one that one because that's like, why don't more teams do that? Because you, you don't see as many goals like that where they swing it to the edge of the box when you could just put five players there. And mm. well, I, th- I don't even think it was a corner. I think it was a free kick actually. Or even, or even a free kick, yeah, from yeah. that angle. Like it's going to cross it in, and they all just dump players on the edge of the box, and it's like, well, the United players will be like, well, what do I do? You know, we'll, we'll stand in the box here and horizontal marking or do what you want to do. But as soon as you step out to mark them players, you go and mark Gundogan, he'll pass it to someone else. You know, you go and mark them all, they'll put it in the box and someone will tap it in. So I think, I find, I find it criti- be, I find it difficult to be critical of either goal, you know, uh, because, I mean, the second one, he didn't connect with it very well, but De Gea saw it very late. I saw um, Peter Schmeichel after the game criticise him, saying he's not in the right place. But then you say that about any strikers as well or anybody in any position, he wasn't in the right place, but you don't, you know. You know, De Gea is not good enough anymore. Simple as that, in across across the board in every way. But I'm not going to go and just every single time there's something that's a percent his fault, going to go for the triple year on him. No. Do you not think not that a lot, a lot of people have been criticising Varane as well for not closing down Gundogan quickly enough? Do you have any... No, yeah, the, the closing down wasn't quick enough because if, for example, there was a young... If, okay, if Martinez was playing, I don't think that goal happens based on someone to close it down because I think he charges that down and distracts him enough. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that's the closing down wasn't quick enough, and it's and again, it's result. It's just had a shot. It's even and it's it was one of those goals where that's a player where everything's going his way. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Because if I can guarantee, if anyone else had that volley on that pitch, that doesn't go in. You know the way it does. So, yeah, I think it's just a unlucky goal. Like, yeah, you can be critical. He wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. But. Is what it is. United did very, very well to reduce the amount of chances City would have with the amount of ball, the ball they had. And they had chances themselves. But as we've seen throughout the season, they don't score enough. They're not clinical enough because they haven't got a striker. So there was no reason why next season, if United do invest in their team, why they, in similar situation, they wouldn't win. So... Mm-hmm. And the summer transfer window is coming up, so there'll be loads of talk mm-hmm. about, you know, is Harry Kane going to United or Seaman? Uh, all of these players will see... Uh, who United uh, sign um, uh, lo- and loads of other positions as well. The goalkeeper, maybe another centre-half. Uh, that remains uh, to be seen. Uh, but yes, uh, City obviously won. And um, everyone's talking about like the treble, obviously, Gasky. But let's not forget that this is a double. This is the double, which... This is, this is yeah, exactly. Which doesn't happen often. I was going to say, when was the last time it happened? Was it when C- City in 2019 and then before then? I don't know. It's not happened that frequently in English football. No, no, I don't think so. I can't, I can't remember actually who's pretty previous in that. Because if you look at the past FA Cup winners, it's, it spreads out. Apart from Arsenal winning like four in the last decade, but uh, before that is very, you know, rarely happens. I think, I think United probably won it under Fergie last time. Before that, I think I'll probably probably is a time since then. But I don't know. I think Jose did it with Chelsea uh, at yeah. least once. Uh, but yeah, but yes. So that, that's an achievement in itself. You know, doing the double, yeah. never mind the treble. Yeah, the time before then was probably City getting the domestic treble. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It's happened. I think it's happened less than twenty times in English football. Um, as, as as an example of how rare it is. So that's an, that's a, an amazing achievement in itself. And if it's only the second time Pep's won the FA Cup. Um, yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. You know, we've won the League Cup like four times, maybe five uh, under Pep. But yeah, the FA Cup seems to go missing. But there we go, added to the collection. And yeah, I think we both agree City deserved winners at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was closer than we would think. Uh, yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Yeah. I, I thought United were good value yeah. uh, for the match. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it was really good. Uh, really good to see Gundogan lift the trophy, obviously. And yeah, just uh, we, we had a lovely time on stream, didn't we, Gasky? We did, we did. It was, it was a laugh. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, apart, apart from the fact that you lost, but yeah. Oh yeah, apart from that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness me, goodness me. Will City do the treble? We'll be talking about that a little bit later. It's all here and it's all football, all the football, all the time. Gasky, that was the FA Cup final preview. Would you like to guess some footballers? Let's do it, let's do it. Would you like to go first or shall I? I, you can guess mine first. Let's do that. I'll guess yours first. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Good stuff. Right. Let me just get a clock. I think I've still got the timer that works. Okay. Guess the footballer. 60 seconds. Go. 
Are they still playing? No. Now the timer doesn't work. Oh no, Gasky, no! Oh, the timer. Oh, He's got shame. Do I have any of these buttons that work? <laughs> That's not the right button. <laughs> it's Bob Buster. We haven't played Bob Buster in ages. We might bring that back at some point. Let's see if this button works. It does. Fantastic. Okay. Wonderful work by me as a podcast host. Okay, Gasky, <laughs> I'm guessing the football in right. 60 seconds. Go. Are they still playing? No. So they're retired? Yes. Okay. Are they best known for top five league? Yes. Premier League? No. Uh, German? No. Um, uh, Spanish? No. Italian? Yes. Okay. Milan Club? Yes. Inter? No. AC? Yes. Keeper? Yes. Uh, is it Brazilian? Yes. Dida. Hey, hey, look at that. Hey. We like to see it. Is it Dida? Like it is Dida, it. isn't it? Dida. 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 Yeah, yeah, yes. Dida. Wonderful. That's the one. Well that done. was less than 30 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. This guy knows ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gasky. Guess the football in 60 seconds. Go. Are they still playing? Yes. Are they in the top five league? No. Are they past their prime? Yes. Are they in Europe? No. Are they in Asia? Yes. Are they in the Saudi League? Yeah. Are they... Oh, I don't know any Saudi League teams. Uh, are they the one that Ronaldo's in? Yeah. That, that team. Is it Ronaldo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that would get you, but you, you asked a really good question of uh, are they past it, so well done. You got that one. I I'm, that, that I'm learning from my previous mistakes. Could have been a potential banana <laughs> skin. Well, if we keep doing this, we'll have to make it 30 seconds, not 60. Right. Wait, calm down. Last one for me. Guess the footballer in 60 seconds. Go. Still playing? No. Uh, retired then? Yes. Most known for top five league? Yes. England? Yes. Premier League? Yes. Uh, top six club? Big six club? Yes. Uh, London club? No. Manchester club? Yes. City? Yes. Okay, keeper? No. Defender? Yes. Fullback? No. F centre half? Yeah. Uh, do they have a Premier League? No. Are they are they pre takeover? Yes. Is he European? Yes. Uh, is he? Uh, is it Richard Dunn? No. This Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Look at that. Glad to see. Well done, Sylvan Distan. Lovely we stuff. Like to see. That proves I'm not a glory supporter because I knew a pre takeover <laughs> player. But you just don't know how many people actually remember him. It was really good. He played for Everton. He, was, he, well, wasn't, bad him. he wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't decide between like City Everton who were thinking, but I thought I remember his City more than Everton. Yeah, I, th I think most people do, to be fair. Well, I, yeah. I certainly do. I think he yeah. was the last player I had to collect in a, you know, like a football stickers collection ah. eight years ago, I think. I was like, oh, it's this stand I got him. Waiting on, waiting on this stand. Because <laughs> yeah, I was only I was only trying to finish City. So, yeah. Right, okay, Gasket. Last one for you. Guess the football in 60 seconds. Go. Are they still playing? No. Uh, they retired? Yeah. Yeah. Um, top five league. Best known? Yes. Okay, best known for Premier League? No. Spanish League? Yes. Uh, Barcelona? No. Uh, Real Madrid? No. Uh, Valencia? No. Um, Atletico Madrid? Yes. Okay, uh, did they play most of their career at Atletico Madrid? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, did they play in the Nazis? They did. Yeah. Uh, did they play for Atletico in the Nazis? Yep. Yep. Uh, did they play in the Tens? Yes. Yep. Uh, oh God, are they European? No. No, are they Brazilian? No. Uh, are they Amer in the Americas? Yes. Okay, uh, is it South America? Yes. To Diego Fallon. Yes. Oh, let's go. Well done. What a week. What a week. That was another potentially tricky one. He was, you see, he was in my head as soon as I got out of Atletico Madrid. Mm. But I was like, let's play safe. Where I could have gone crazy. No, <laughs> that's, gone for it. No, that's but very that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that potentially that, tricky that. one because obviously he played for United, but not most known for yeah. United. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, amazing work there, Gasky. Well done. Like uh, and you too. And you too. Uh, got all four. Probably like. Boom. We got, that's a four, Pete. You know, that's that's a that's a what's it called? Have we, have we had, I don't. I think we probably had one four peat before this. What's it called in basketball? A clean sweep? A clean sweep? Mm. You got swept? Yeah, that's the one. We swept them. Yeah. Well done. Amazing stuff. There we go. So that oh, was. Oh yes. Uh, guess the footballer in.
60 seconds. Right, let's uh, move on, shall we, Gasky, to the team of the yeah. season, the Premier League team of the season. Now, I, in my brain of destiny, I'm quite happy with what I think the team of the season is. So I'm more interested to hear what your thoughts are. Okay. Now, how... I will admit, I've kind of not thought about this too much, so you're going to have That's to... That's all right. <laughs> so I suggest we go 4-3-3. Four, 4-3 three. Four, is fair. And are we being strict on positions? I was going to say, I think we should be strict because I think that makes it a bit more interesting. All right. Okay, that's fine. So, for example, we're not doing the PFA way where we can squeeze in Harry Kane at left where, wing. Or we're, uh, yeah, or we're putting Haaland on left wing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because they never played there. Cool, that's yeah, fine. So, so it's Bye. got to be a left back, a right back, a left wing, right wing, DM, etc. So. Sounds good. Uh, let's go back to front, shall we? So, goalkeeper Gasky, who is in your team of the season? I would say, based on where they were and where they finished, I probably would go Allison. I agree. He saved, he saved them a lot of points. Even though they were struggling still, they wouldn't be in Euro, Europa League if it wasn't for him. They would, wouldn't be in Europe at all. So yeah. I think we need to be fair with that. Yeah, definitely. I think he, he's got like the best stat in terms of like saving uh, shots compared to like a, 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 what should have been a, a goal. So he saved his team like seven goals or, or something like that. It might even be nine goals, yeah. which yeah. is obviously a lot of points. So yeah, he a is uh, in, in a very shaky Liverpool uh, defence this season. And just the team generally, I think he's he's been Liverpool's only consistently good player yeah, based on yeah for the whole season. And and to be fair, if we if we're looking at other players who like Salah's just Mister Consistent, like he still finished with so many goals. And I think I think Diaz and Jota coming back really helps because them them two just hit the ground running as if they'd never got injured. So that's quite impressive because everyone else was struggling. And them two just knocked knocked uh, Nunes out of the team, didn't they? So. Clearly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what they were missing. They're missing their subs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alison Easley, their best player. In terms of other potential options, we could have had uh, Nick Nick Pope from Newcastle would have been the obvious choice. Uh, Raya yeah. from Brentford uh, would have been another choice because his shot stopping this season has been very impressive. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I think that both of those players in the league, they've made at least one high profile error. For example, you know, Nick Pope against Liverpool, he got red oh, carded. Oh yeah, cheating. <laughs> Whereas um, Allison, I know he made that big yeah. blunder in the Champions League, but I don't think he's really made any big errors. No, he's he's he saved more than he has lost. Letting, for example, yeah, and also I think with Newcastle, I think the defense have a lot to say, not just the keeper. Definitely, as well. yeah, yeah, definitely, and you know, and in a defense which you know with Van a struggling Van Dijk and you know Trent, um, he's obviously got more work to do as Allison. <laughs> Trent eyebrow raise. It's going to be a new thing. <laughs> yeah. Trent. So we both agree on Allison. Yes. Okay. Right back, Gasky. Right back. I would say Trippier. I would also say Trippier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's, he is. He's, he's carried. He's, well, I wouldn't say carried Newcastle. That's wrong. Wrong choice of words. But I would just say he's, he's just hit the, you know, come back, hit the ground running. And he's shown that he is a, like a, a player that has been there, done that. You know, he won the title with Atletico Madrid and he's coming to this team who wants to push for Europe and he's been the, stuck the captain and man and been the star man, really. Yeah, and his, his set pieces, like from free kicks in particular, are very mm. terrifying. Uh, his chances created are very high, um, which is important for a fullback. He can also defend, unlike uh, someone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not naming exactly. any names, but... I'll put it this way, put it this way. There's a, a certain player... We won't say his name. He's okay. He's better at going forward, but he has the ability. This guy has the ability to do both. And look who's in the team of the season. Mm -hmm. There we are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I th the other options he may have had, you know, like Ben White for Arsenal. I think he would have had a good shout sort of like halfway through the season. Yeah. yeah you just see it. You know, they had a little, they're obviously the bad period at the end of the season, but he just seemed to not, maybe not drop off in form, but kind of mellowed out a bit you know whereas Trippier seemed to have been consistent all year White seemed to just disappear after you know a few months to go so he probably just misses out based on that yeah uh, just thinking yeah. any other options um don't, I, I think yeah, those yeah, are the, yeah, a difficult one isn't it yeah there wasn't many others I think, oh, well the main issue because obviously you know City normally the best team so you normally look for their players first but it's been tricky because we haven't really played a normal right back most of this season oh, so yeah exactly so it's been a it's been a different one 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably be a bit biased and say um is probably up there based on everyone no, else. I, I think, I think he's, that's... he's been he's been very good. I didn't realize till this season. I knew he was quite like nimble and quite skillful, but I didn't realize how actually good he is. You know, just going around players as well as tackling them. So yeah. Yeah, I think he's also, you know, a decent shout. Yeah. Maybe, you know, like top top four or, or five or whatever. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, but we both agree on Trippier. Yeah, I agree on Trippier. Lovely. What a, what a beautifully conformed team of the season oh, yeah. this is so this far. This gets interesting now, yeah, though. Yeah, because I think centre-half is one of the ones you can definitely argue on. So I think there's, uh, well, yeah. there's one player who probably should be in every single person's team of the season. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with him first. I hope we've got the same person. Uh, Saliba. Yes. Yeah, Saliba, I can agree with. The other one's a bit of a tricky one, but base, <sighs> it's between two for me. Okay, it's between it's between Diaz and Botman. Right, right, and I think I'd probably if I because I can't go through at the back, <laughs> I'd probably say Diaz. Mm. Now, why? why yeah, so, why? Do, so, I I agree. Those are probably the two most sensible options. But why have you gone for Diaz over yeah. Botman? I would say Diaz over because of again, I say consistency more than anything. Like you know, with Diaz all season, how you know just how good he is. How good is it that the way City play? You know, with their new with their not even new is it really, but of moving a player into midfield. You know, you shortened up. You need reliability in that back three that it becomes. And he's that man. He, you know, you he's that good. You forget he's you forget he's playing. You forget he's there. And he's just he's just getting on with his job. And that's just become what you think he's doing well is just him doing his thing. You know, nothing against Botman. Botman's been brilliant this season as well. He's also a reason why Newcastle are where they are. But I feel like Diaz has just been more consistent and done more than Botman. Nothing against Botman, because you could easily put him in instead, but I just think Diaz edges it. I definitely agree. Diaz deserves to be in this team. Um, when we went on that mental run, that you know, after the allegations, that coincided with Ruben Diaz coming back from injury and getting yeah. back into the team. And I'm very convinced yeah. a big reason as to why we we're able to win a lot of those games is because Diaz came back. He's solid defensively. He's also a leader. His organization skills also very good at playing it out from the back. Um, he he hold, he's the glue holds everyone together make make sure everyone knows their own job and yeah. aggressive uh, in in the tackle and the challenge for yeah for me it's definitely yeah. ruben diaz um uh, for sure uh shout out botman as you say yeah, definitely. um i think i'd make maybe another reason why i'd edge it to diaz probably is because i think a defender in a def- in a more defensive system is more likely to flourish than a defender in an offensive I think it's yeah. easy. Does that make sense? I think it's easier for a defender yeah, in a defensive yeah. system. You've got to, I think it's like, if you look at it as, it's like when you're picking attackers, you're going to pick people who score the most goals. So you're going to pick, so if you've got multiple that are scoring loads of goals, you're going to base it on who's done a bit more for the team. Basically, you know, if players have scored the same amount, whereas with a defender, you're not just going to go clean sheets, Yeah, you know, because there's other people involved. It's players who do more than that. Like Bot- Botman's brilliant, but, He's a centre back, you know. He does his centre back job. Diaz just does that extra bit as well, mm-hmm. you know. So which means he edges it just about. But again, that's that's just time as well. Diaz has been what three years is it now, and you know he's been hard to fault. You, could you even fault him? I don't think you could fault him at all. So whereas Botman's first season to even have a shout in it, there's no reason why next season he might not. He could not be in it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah Diaz's first season, he was the best defense, best centre half in the league. Second season, I thought it was the second best behind Van Dyke. This season, again, second best behind Saliba, I think. Uh, and and yeah. yes, Saliba, we put in Saliba straight away. Uh, I think that his first half of the season was a lot more impressive than his second half. Maybe there was obviously an injury in there as well, but yeah. first half of the season especially, he was, he was a monster and terrifying. In the first half of the season, it was it was only at Old Trafford where he struggled. One game in the whole half of the season where you would say, he just, I, I feel like, that 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 one game at Old Trafford where you just seem to be United just thought let's just run at them and it worked it was against their high line. Apart from that, every other game you could you couldn't have a sniff because he was always there. You know, he was just he was he was like he was just a rash, <laughs> really. You know, no one could get rid of him. Yeah, Brilliant. definitely. Uh, yeah, he, he he's. I hope his injury isn't too bad. I hope he's able to next yeah. season uh, be be the same player and perform to the same uh, level. 
Uh, but yeah, it's got, for me, it's got to be Saliba and Diaz. Now, we're in agreement on that gasket, but I've seen... In fact, I went on a show where we, all, where we talked about the team of the season. And sadly, I, I was over... I was, some people agreed with me, but I was actually overruled on Diaz. And they said, one of your players, they said Martinez. So you haven't yeah, even tried to argue Martinez. So tell me more about that. Yeah. Well, uh, the only reason I'm not arguing Martinez is this, again, this comes to the other way. Like we said with Diaz is the, um, talking about how he does a bit more than Botman based on not just the defensive and clean sheets part. Even though United you know, had the most clean sheets and Martinez was absolutely amazing because he's also an option there. I will, I'll, I'll care to admit, I forgot he existed because he'd been injured that long. <laughs> but also, yeah, he, okay, you could probably argue him as well. But, it's just they and them to edge it. You know, you could just keep listing centre backs if you wanted to have been good, but I'm not going to just list them all. You know, you, this, these three have been better. Mm-hmm. You know, been better than him, but he's 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 easily top five, top four this season as well. Yeah, but I find it, I find it. I mean, the evidence is there, isn't it? That even that David de Gea won the Golden Glove, so that that team got the most clean sheets in the league, and they've got no defenders in the team of the season. That tells you that it's not good enough yet, even with the most clean sheets. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Mart- Martinez has no reason why he can't get in next season. He probably would have got in it over someone if, you know, he didn't get injured because, you know, well, it's one of these, isn't it? You never know what could have happened. But yeah, I, but yeah, it's difficult to argue. I think, I think Diaz and Botman are the two for me. Yeah. Based on the season, but Botman and Martinez are the other two, I would say. For sure. Based uh, on that. I'm not yeah. saying he's to blame for this at all, but I would also just, you know, add that anything going not in United's favour is the fact that there have been a couple of it's the, it's the big games, Let's big hammerings. It's, ha- yeah. it's the hammerings that do affect it. Because if you if you were to take off uh, like these big batterings and you were to halve the goals you conceded, they'd be closer to Newcastle and City on clean sheets. And then you might even argue Martinez over Diaz, for example, yeah. or something. You know, you know. But these hammerings, it's it's, it's hard down to, to ignore all the a seven nil. Yeah, exactly, it's down to all the players. You know, like it doesn't matter. Like all the players are to blame in that position. Like you've conceded seven goals. No team should concede seven goals in the Premier League. So yeah, for sure. And rounding yeah. up the defense. Yeah, left, left back, back Gasky. Left, so left back for me. Obviously, I might, I might even butcher it again and forget someone. But it's between Ake and Shaw. I would say because uh, I think Shaw's been brilliant. But I think I'd probably edge it to Ake based on him coming in and playing in a probably not his preferred position. No. And replacing arguably the best fullback from last season in Cancelo. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for him, really, this City run as well wouldn't have happened, potentially. He was, he's, he was brilliant, you know? And even, you know, okay, he didn't play all season, but majority of the season he's played, he's been arguably the best left-back in the league. He was him and Shaw, but I'd probably edge that to Ake. These are, these are close, though. It's yeah. not a standout player. These are close positions. Yeah. But I'd probably I totally agree. Uh, another name was floated around us, you know, Brighton's Estopinion. I, I, I'm not having that at all. No chance. He's third and clearly third. Um, yeah. Shaw like, and Ake are close. I, I, can't, I can't make a strong comment because I haven't seen Brighton play that much. Nah, <laughs> but, not the level no, of Ake and but, Shaw. Let's just put, let's exactly, just put it that like, way. It, it, yeah, like... that's it. I feel, I feel like that's a hipster right, choice just because they want to get a Brighton player in. Yeah. It's, but it's like, if you, when you look at the most defensive teams in the league, or the teams with the best of defensive, sorry, best defense, you know, conceded goal, who conceded the least, they're going to have the most defenders in. Or the team who scored the most are going to have the attackers in. Just how it is. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Ake, uh, he's been, he, I think he's been our best defender. I think he's been better than Diaz this season. I think he's been our best defender. Um, and yeah, he, he playing at left back, out of possession, he's, you know, I think he's one of the, one of if not the only place this season he's like clamped Saka twice dealt with Salah with ease and he's just been a warrior left back and yeah he's he always wins his duels and yeah a fantastic player um also uh, uh honorary mention to uh honorable mention to John Stones as well sadly sadly because um he plays like he's played center back right back but then he goes into midfield because of that weird hybrid position, I don't think there's a place for him in this team of the season, which is a shame because he's not an out and out in anywhere. Well, listen, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not a bad, it's a good thing to have, really, because it's as if Pep been like, right, you're not going to start, but if you're willing to be that guy who does everything, you can be in the team and he's good at it. Yeah. So, you know, so for yeah, sure. wrong with that. 
midfield Gasky. For me, this is the easiest yeah. position, uh, position. So I don't think we need to talk about this area yeah. too much. I would say, I would say so as well. I'd say, uh, def- like a defensive midfielder, I would say between Rodri and Casemiro, I would say Rodri over Casemiro. Ca- okay, Casemiro has changed United for ma- miles better because of him, but he hasn't been better than Rodri this season. Simple as that, you know. You know, United fans will be more biased towards Casemiro because of how good he's been, considering the state of United the season before in that position. But he wasn't better; he's not been better than Roger this season. Totally, so, totally agree. And then ahead, I've got De Bruyne uh, and Odegaard. Do you agree? Odegaard, yeah, nice and easy. You know, Odegaard to take the armband at Arsenal and to, I think, is he close? He was. What did he get? Fifteen goals, something like that. Something mad, yeah. yeah. That, but very, you know, he's getting the goals from deep, he's getting assists, brilliant. And De Bruyne is just De Bruyne. De Bruyne is De Bruyne again. De Bruyne shout out Gundo, but shout out even for yeah. Bruno Fernandes. But uh, yeah, there's no room for them here, I'm afraid. No, there's not. Let's just say with Bruno as well, that's like five years in a row where he's got above 30 goals and assists mm-hmm. in a season, and he goes under the radar a lot. So he might, he might be a rat, but it's he's well, rat, that, so. maybe that's why. <laughs> I mean, I think that is probably partially why he does go under the radar because people don't like him. Exactly. It, that is Including that me. is well. That is the issue. Like you know, you can be a be a prick all you want, but don't expect yeah, don't expect to get the respect from across from the fans. Yeah. So well, just, he, even in like the FA Cup finally, he went up to Bernardo Silva, his international teammate, and Bernardo just pushed him away. He didn't want to talk to him. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that, was him that was him being nice as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we so we yeah. we both agree so far. This is what yeah, is this? That is eight well. players so it, it far. Might. I can only think of left wing where he might even disagree, but I don't know, okay. you know, because, yeah. Striker, come on. Striker, striker, um, uh, Tony. Uh, Undav. <laughs> Undav, yeah, Undav. No, uh, Holland. Yeah, obviously. It's, you just, don't even need to argue, yeah, no. exactly, yeah. it just is. If, if people are keep trying to argue Kane, no, nothing. Um, right wing. Can, like, yeah. Sorry, sorry Gassi, uh, go right- on. I was just going to say, it's, just, it's similar to the whole uh, Casemiro conversation. Kane has carried Tottenham, but he's not been better than Haaland. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right wing? Uh, right wing, Saka. Uh, yeah, again, I agree. Yeah. yeah, Saka has just been... Again, this is another situation where we're going off position. It's, this is right wing. So it's players who have played right wing. And really, it's probably between... I'm trying to figure out Saka and Salah, probably. And Salah, uh, for me, has right only wing. really been good this last third of the I, season. I Salah, Salah has been like, yeah, he's got the goals and stuff, but Saka all season has offered art. They wouldn't... Okay, yeah, he's gone missing in bigger games, but they wouldn't win these other games comfortably if it wasn't for him. So Definitely. you know, you play, you play ninety, you play well thirty-eight matches, don't you? And okay, if he goes missing in five of them, you still play thirty-three of them bloody well. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So there we go. I'm glad we agree on Saki. I think people like to say Salah because he's got the numbers, but I don't believe in just looking at goals yeah. and assists uh, for, exactly, for a winger. Yeah. No chance. Saka offers no, much more exactly. this season. Got to be Saka. Uh, right, Gasker, the file. We are here. We could have another clean sweep this, here. This, this, this one is a difficult one. So the, I think, I I think it's fair to say there are three options. Yeah. There's Martinelli. Uh, yep. Yeah. There's Grealish. Yep. Yeah. And there's Rashford. Yep. So uh, take. So don't tell me who you fi- don't tell me who your number one is. Tell me who your number three is first of all. Well, oh, this is, do you agree that's the top three? Like this. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would. Who's yes, at the bottom of that list? I hate when they say that because it's just, it sounds so negative. <laughs> um, I would probably say, oh, the difficult, oh, the difficult part for me. I, oh, this is going to be so controversial now. I probably, probably put Martinelli. You know, okay, interesting. I'd probably put Martinelli in third, very closely. It's between. Yeah, so, that, so no, therefore, Grealish or Rashford's going there. I, I think so, but because it's more of, I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of Martinelli because it's all been Saka. Well, not all, but most of it's been Saka. So Martinelli's been brilliant this season, but oh, I don't know. There, there, yeah, was, there, know, was, yeah. there was a period where Martinelli had like a bit of a he rough patch. He was, he, yeah, exactly. He had a rough... I feel like it's one of those where Martinelli had a lot of, let's say, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 patch, but then he had a patch where it was like 2s and 3s, whereas Grealish has been a solid 7. Across the board, same with Rashford. Really, like Rashford had uh, that just that period of just where he was unbeatable, and then he went very quiet at the end of the season. So that, that's what the decision is. I think Martinelli third, and then it's a difficult one. 
difficult one. Grealish should say he's been more consistent, but Rashford peaked a lot higher, I think. I agree, but who's been better this season? But who's been better? This isn't a team of the purple patch. No, I know exactly. Yeah, so I f- you'd have to give it to Grealish based on the season. Yes! You would. You would, you would have to give it him on the season. Gasky, we because agree it, on all 11 yeah. positions? Yeah. Oh, we have, yeah. And oh, you've put okay. no United players in. Because it's, it's been, they've been inconsistent. How, how oh, would you I, I agree with you. Season if you're inconsistent? I could, do you want me to be biased? Is this what we want? Do we want to have a biased United fan? Is that what we no, like? No, I want you to be honest. No, I, 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 I read it. Hair and gold. You got the golden glove. <laughs> I read it because that. I think what a yeah. lot of people do is, especially those who don't really watch a full City game, they'll just watch highlights because Grealish isn't a highlights player. Yeah. No, not. they'll he just. Offered... Sorry, go on. And, and also, and also, I would say people remember the back end before the start. So, you know, you play, let's say you play 19 games before Christmas and 19 games after Christmas. The 19 games after Christmas will be remembered more than the 19 games before. You know, if Rashford's run, immense run and how good he was at the World Cup, people forget about because he was so under par recently. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would put him above Martinelli based on the season. Because Martinelli, I don't think, I think I would say they were, they've had similar seasons, him and like Rashford and Martinelli. But I think Rashford just peaked higher than him. Yeah. Whereas whereas Grealish has been more miles more consistent than both of them. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm not sure in my brain Rashford or Martinelli. All, all I do know is me personally, I think Grealish has to go up. As I'm I'm glad we agree. Um I think he's been better than Kevin De Bruyne this season. And I think De Bruyne has been better than Rashford and Martinelli. So based Basically, on that logic I alone. Mean, I, I think I might be wrong here, but I think Grealish has played more than De Bruyne in terms of like game time potentially. Because De Bruyne spent quite a bit of time on the bench. Mm, I'm not sure. Get... Yeah, yeah, I'm not 100 percent because I know Grealish was a little bit injured at the start of the season, yeah. so he missed a little yeah. bit. But he's but he's been more consistent than Haaland. He's performed like, to a better. When was his when was his best, when was his last bad game? Really, he's, as he's well? had one bad game this season, and that was against Dortmund at home. That's the only bad game he's had all season for me. Every other game, you know, even if oh, he doesn't God. score or assist, he's occupying players, he's winning fouls, he's carrying the ball forwards, he's progressing it, he's contributing defensively. Uh, even in the FA Cup final, a lot of people said he had a quiet game. Like the the two best chances City had, where they didn't score, came from City's left. And if the ball went in, it would have been you know an assist assist by Grealish. Like Grealish didn't play the ball in, but he did the work leading up to it and played the ball in for the for the person who could have got the assist to then pass it. So yeah. great, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. He, he, he got I think very underrated Jack Grealish for people who don't watch City. Yeah. People need to understand with team of the seasons, it is the season. You know, who's been the most consistent? It doesn't matter if you've... It's like Kane doesn't get in it, even though he's been brilliant all season. One, because Haaland's so much better. And two, the team have been shit. So it's very difficult to put a player in over anyone else when other team, other players have been more consistent than him as well. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so to me, the reason, the reason Rashford doesn't get in is because if Rashford was consistent all season, he'd get in over Grealish, but he had bad patches. So. Exactly. Yeah. He, oh, now, obviously, his peak was amazing, but it's, as you yeah. say, it's not team of the peak. It's if we if we were going to do a team of the peak, he'd be at the top with Holland. Let's be fair. Yeah. But that's no such thing, sadly. Yeah, for sure. We, we could start that. Should we? Should we? Uh, should what we team of the that? peak? Well, to be fair, team I've done peak. that before. You know, like you know, uh, peak all time Premier League team of the season because yeah. then you're getting yeah, yeah. players like you know Yaya Torre, NHS Martial, <laughs> NHS Martial. He was he was immense. And maybe when even... there's no one watching. It. <laughs> and like you know, probably like Gareth Bale uh, and those sorts oh, yeah. of plays, and Van Dyke, obviously, uh, probably, maybe even Trent as well. You might get him in for you know the oh, nineteen twenty yeah. season. Him. Well, you could easily have Trent, Van Dyke, and Robertson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, we're going off. We're sidetracking here. We're sidetracking. <laughs> we are. But yes, there we go. That's our uh, team of the season. Uh, let us know. Do, do you concur? Do you think we're talking out of our asses? But no, I I think that was quite. I th- I've I've been comfortable with that team of the season for a long time. If we had to do three forwards, I'd swap out Grealish for Kane. But I think the defense oh, yeah. is fine and midfield, etc. So yeah. yeah, there we go. A perfect team of the season, in my opinion. I remember it's Premier League, so we're not Ooh, looking yeah. at other competitions as well. Bogaski, we've got a couple minutes left here. There's a pretty big game coming up on Saturday. Is there? Uh, oh, I thought, oh, no, I thought you were going to talk. I thought, I thought you meant West Ham tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the Conference League final. Uh, it's the Champions League. The Champions! Champions League final. <laughs> Man City versus Inter. I'm going to be in Istanbul. It's going to be really exciting, hopefully. It's going to either be the best day or worst day ever. 
the potential for City to complete uh, the treble. Um, and if they do win the treble, we'll be talking about, you know, a tre- treble debate uh, next next week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And if they lose, we'll be talking about why I'm a sad boy. Um, Gasky, score predictions. Uh, how do you see this game going? I see this game going very similar to the FA Cup final, to be honest. I, I agree. Very similar. It, I think before we leave a game in the starts, I'm saying it's going to be 1-0 into, or it's going to be like a 4-0 city. Mm-hmm. But if it's anything like the FA Cup final, there's no reason why Inter can't win because they they have the attacking force United lack. So there's no reason why they can't win it if you're going off the last game. Yeah. So, and they're obviously better than United as well, and they'll, they'll be better yeah. at playing that brand of football than United. Oh yeah, definitely. They've got they've got the, they've got better players. Let's be fair mm-hmm. in in their position. So, um, yeah, my head says my head says City. My heart says Inter. So, so you, in your heart, you want me to you want me? However much money's been spent on on the ticket and hey. the travel and accommodation. Oi, let me finish, you swine. You in your heart, <laughs> after all that, and and no, you want me to go all the way to Istanbul, waste however many days of my life in the first instance, and then have the worst crushing experience ever when City lose in, in the first ever away game I've ever seen at City in the Champions League final. That's what you want in your heart. You want me to be sad. Uh, the game's the game, my friend. It's the game's the game. <laughs> Hey, I, I, you had to be you had to be drinking sat next to you, you hurling abuse at me. So you're getting yeah, it back. But come on, that was only the <laughs> FA Cup final. All right, you've, because you've got a ticket, you've took me from 100. I want Inter to win and demolish City to 99.99998 percent for Inter to win. So you've got a little bit there. You've got some there. <laughs> so, some so what was your final prediction? Was it one 0 City? I'm gonna say two one for City. I'm also going to agree to one city. I think the FA Cup final was the perfect dress rehearsal for what we've just seen. City will not be able to play the style of football that we saw against Bayern and Real Madrid. Inter, I think, are going to be even more defensive than United and they're going to be even more devastating on the counter-attack. If Inter score first, I think it's game over. I think it'll it'll go 2-0 City and they'll get one back near the end and then it'll be an onslaught for a bit. Yeah, and if like Jekko yeah. scores the winner, oh my god! I'm just the one gonna... thing they don't have Inter is pace. They're not very quick, right? Like countering. So I can imagine it being they'd have to build up a little bit. So it won't be as like with United, where you know you, you Rashford could run through and you're and you know it could be a goal. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think there'll be any of that option. So yeah, there'll be a lot more defensive based on that. I think, but yeah, I think I think City will win, and then it'll be the treble, and then we won't hear the end of it, and then I'll be depressed. Good. Well, if you want to see a depressed Gasky, guys, uh, predict City to win the treble uh, and the Champions League final. If you, um, if you want to see a depressed Nobbins, no, predict no, but they don't want to see that. that. No, no one wants to see that. No. No. I think they do. No. I think they do. No. Right. I'm going to end this this outrageous, <laughs> libelous podcast right now. Guys, really hope you have enjoyed uh, the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, give us a like if you're watching on apple and uh, uh spotify etc give us a, a five-star review and rating and we'll see you guys next time